Alright everyone, welcome to episode 12 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. I was fortunate enough to not get any sort of sickness, cold, flu, or whatnot after TwitchCon. And unlike San Diego Comic Con, I actually have energy and I'm not dead to the world. So, that's that's always a good thing. So, uh, this week, this episode's going to be, um, you know, the TwitchCon 2019 special. Going to go over, you know, a lot of stuff from the booths I worked at meeting up with friends that stopped by, and just all around the event in general and my thoughts. And also this week, because at the time of recording, so it's not yet October, but I'm going to have two episodes this week because I'm kicking off my uh, my spooky season with uh, some good uh, horror-themed episodes every week. So look out for episodes. So you're going to get episode 12 and 13. And I thought it was very... Um, coincidental and ironic that kicking off Halloween month and spooky season would actually start on episode 13 of the podcast. So be sure to look out for that. So if you haven't already, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, um, Spotify, basically all your platforms that you listen to podcast. If you want the full rundown and list, you can go to anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast. But with that being said, let's jump right into everything before I go. But obviously, I'm still going to keep the structure the way it is. So before we get into TwitchCon, before we get into all that, last week I talked about all the comic books that I'm behind on in my list. And I'm sitting here at my in my living room on my, my comfy sectional couch looking at my coffee table right now with just stacks of comic books that I need to read. I have now three and a half, almost four weeks worth of comics in my backlog of reading. And I'm just like, there's a stack of House of X and Powers of X, four and five, or both of those with regular covers. And I picked up the connecting variants, which look amazing. You can see those on my um, Instagram. And then, you know, I got J.J. Abrams, a Spider-Man issue that he wrote. I have a good stack of miles morales spider-man also with absolute carnage miles morales i got some symbiote spider-mans then i got all the archie ones i got you know some sabrina the teenage witches archie and sabrina time uh jughead time police uh, and then i got some absolute carnages i got some i got gogo and mighty Morphin power rangers in there i got some buffy the vampire slayers no one left to fight ghost in la the backlog is strong right now and also DC Black Label's Harleen Book 1 came out. I got the regular and the variant for that. And man, I'm just... Poof. The, the, I'm going to be sitting around reading a lot. And I'm going to catch up on all these. Because by the time this goes live on Wednesday, it'll be new comic book day. And there'll be more comics coming out. And i got to actually get some more comic book supplies. Uh, I'm actually almost out of all my comic mounts. And... I filled up another short box, so it's now the end of September, and I have, just from new releases alone, I'm not counting back issues and, you know, this and that, and the RG comics I got from back home from my mom, I've already filled up three short boxes, so I gotta pick up some more of those, because I need somewhere to put all my comics. I really wish... Because I have a lot of Archie Digest books. I really wish there was a nice way to store those. I wish there was like a smaller size, long or short box that would fit those. But I did. I was shown at the comic book, my local comic book shop a way that I could use regular short and long boxes to store them. And it actually works out and pretty well. So 
I'm going to pick up some more boxes this week. And I might get some graphic ones instead of the plain white ones. Because I noticed the plain white ones, they get dirty. Whereas like the graphic ones have kind of like a, a gloss layer over them. So they're easier to keep clean. You can actually like dust them off. Whereas the white boxes will get permanently dirty. But that's really it for comics. Like, uh, the, There's just so many. I can't wait to just relax and read them all. And outside of comics, I've been playing the Switch still. I'm very much emotionally involved in Fire Emblem Three Houses right now. But then there's because there's a with the Switch Lite launching, there's there's a massive eShop sale. So I went through and picked up some uh, indie games. Like I've been playing Distrust, which is kind of like a combination of this War of Mine and John Carpenter's The Thing. So right off the bat, I love it. Um, and yeah. Fire Emblem, I've been dabbling in Pokemon Let's Go Eevee just because I'm a big Pokemon fan, so why not? Uh, but yeah, that's really it for games and um, comics. So with that being said, we're going to jump right into TwitchCon because what a ride that was. So TwitchCon was here in San Diego and you know, also it was announced TwitchCon will be returning to San Diego next year, so mark your calendars, plan accordingly, start saving now for hotel and flights, you know, so you don't get, you know, caught off guard, or that's not, you You already know the area if you've been here, so now you know what to expect, and yeah, so this, this year went a lot smoother than 2016, like 2016, it was very hectic because i don't think anyone knew what to expect it was like the second year there were no there was no such thing as twitch affiliates back then it was really just those starting out streaming fans of streamers and partners and it was very chaotic from a standpoint of everything being all over the place and kind of not too sectioned out well this year though whoo they had all their ducks in a row I, i will say this is and it it felt even though there's a lot more people, a lot more booths, booths were bigger, more extravagant this year, it still had kind of like an overall chill vibe to a convention. And I don't know if it's because the last convention I worked at and went to was San Diego Comic Con, which was just a madhouse. This TwitchCon this year was just, it was, it was just so, it ran, it was a well-oiled machine. So, uh, like I said in the other episode, I was working with two booths, um, Streamlabs. I was there Friday and Saturday morning from about 9 to 1. We had a prize wheel where different days were different prizes, but if you spun the wheel and you got the jackpot, you would win yourself a new Logitech Pro headset. There's things like Streamlab water bottles, magnets, t-shirts, and it was was a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool people because I was in line management, so, you know, I was keeping everyone in line out of the way of the, the walkways, and I was also doing that for the meet and greets that they had going on, but man, I met a lot of cool people just, you know, in line, you know, waiting to spin the prize wheel, um, I spent most of Sunday night and Monday, you know, going through all the business cards and networking I made to, you know, follow and follow back those on Twitter, because cell service inside the convention was hot doo-doo, and that's, you know, being polite about it. So that was pretty cool. The uh, meet and greets were really I'm like because I'm like I, I support my friends who are on, uh, you know, Twitch or Mixer, like content creators. So I'm 
in a bubble of where usually it's people I know personally that I follow or mutuals on social media and I don't always have time to like you know be on Twitch like I work a full-time job I have my podcast I have my own content creating that I do and planning so it's like I can't really hang out you know on Twitch every day so for the meet and greets, I was like really confused. I was like, "Oh man, I hope no one really asked me. I don't really know much about a lot of the people on the list." So the first person who was meet and greet right Friday morning was uh, Alias V. She was so nice. She's a Magic the Gathering streamer. So if you like Magic the Gathering and card games and stuff like that, go follow her on Twitter and on Twitch. She's very nice, a sweetheart. Uh, you know, I got to talk to her briefly about Magic the Gathering, and because I'm. I've been playing Magic the Gathering since I was in 6th grade. That was 21 years ago. Oh, frick, I'm old. A little footnote, I'm trying not to swear so I can keep this as, like, family-friendly and not have to list it as, um, an age thing, like, so, uh, I'm trying not to swear as much, but, because, you know, I've been playing Magic since I was in 6th grade, so I was, you know, talking to her about, like, transitioning, because, like, I have all these physical cards, like, I can make, I have enough cards to know what I want to make for a deck, and it's like, oh, well, you know, on PC, I gotta start all over again, This, but she explained everything to me, you know, we chatted about that, and it was really cool, and, you know, I appreciate that conversation, but she was so nice, and then, um, it sucks, cause I don't really know a lot of streamers, so it was just a blur, because, you know, by the time I was doing all that, then I had to run over to Extra Life, who was booth I was at from, like, 1 to 5, 5.30, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, the actual booth was insane. There, we were in the donor drive area for like the charity arcade. We, the human claw machine was like, cause I wasn't at E3 for extra life at all. And I didn't, so I didn't know what this whole claw machine gimmick was going to be. It looked like a lot of fun, but terrifying at the same time. I'm glad I wasn't going to do it and I'm glad I didn't. Uh, so I spent Friday working mainly um getting people to sign their nice little risk and liability waivers but it was if you've seen the social media post by me and by extra life itself it was the setup was nice we had a big like inflatable pool full of extra life boxes and inside there was a piece of paper that would tell you what your prize was and you would get in like this harness on like a rock climbing harness and they would hook in the back they would lift you up and a guy would operate a big joystick controller and just lower you into it, you grab your box, and that's it. Um, it was a really good turnout. A lot of people, you know, we got a lot of people to register. We had a lot of on-site donations, a lot of retweets, and social, like a lot of support for the charity, which is always, you know, waiting in line, getting a prize, that's cool and all, but at the end of the day, you know, it's charity. We're trying to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network, and, you know, we're doing it for the kids. And it was just so much fun being there. Like, met a lot of people. Once again, I'm starting to realize, like, I'm a very big introvert. I keep to myself. When, if it's not a convention or I'm talking to my friends or, or, or my lady or anything like that, like, when I'm home, like, I'm just playing on my phone. I'm reading comic books. I like to keep to myself. I'm really, I internalize a lot of things. But between working line management for Streamlabs, and then working the line for Extra Life, it's like, I do have this this outgoing personality, and I'm good at diffusing tension. So it's like, for the Extra Life, people were waiting two to four hours. 
no line to get on this claw machine. So, you know, getting people to sign the waiver and this and that, and people are going to be grumpy. So it's basically my job to use my humor and this and that to kind of, you know, bring the tension down, bring the mood down, make everyone, you know, happy, not so, you know, fatigued and just anxious to, like, get this over with or they're, they're, they're tired of standing and waiting. And I get that. I've been there. I've waited for signings at conventions and this and that. Like, when I used to go to PAX East um, and covered as media, if I didn't have – there's sometimes I wouldn't have time to schedule interviews or behind-closed-doors demos of games. I'd have to wait in those lines too. When the Old Republic was announced, they had it at PAX East, and I waited – three and a half hours to play that game for 15 minutes so i i know how it goes and it's not easy so i you know i commend everyone who waited in that line and especially those who registered for extra life donated even a tweet every like i tell everyone even if you can't donate money a tweet is free a retweet is free that's registering is free you know and especially retweet because like that's it, it, still raising awareness. A, raising awareness does not cost you anything. Maybe 10 seconds to push a button. And everything is appreciated. And it's humbling. Like, I met so many great people from all over the world, all over the country. And it was just insane. All the people I met had fun. And then it was kind of funny because I was, you know, seeing people multiple times between both the booths and this and that. And they would come over and I'd be like, oh. They're like, okay, you're over here now. It's like, yeah. They're like, wow, you. It's like, do you, do you get rest? Do you get a break? And I'm like, yeah, no, I I ate my eleven dollar salad <laughs> and my 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 six dollar Gatorade. <laughs> you know, that's that was the worst part though, the food. Like, I spent so much freaking money on food. Only two of the days, cause I'm I'm local to San Diego, obviously, so I know the places to go. So I I ducked out route, you know, when I could, and to offsite locations that I knew weren't raising their food prices. So, you know, that was it, you know, get my $3 tacos and actual, you know, water bottles two for a dollar, which I didn't know until Sunday I could actually bring in water bottles. So Sunday I was like, oh, I went to the grocery store two for one water bottles, filled up my backpack. And I was like, nope, if anyone needs water, let me know. So you don't have to pay five, six dollars for a water bottle. But the actual booth, that was, that was nice. Some of the prizes were cool. We had new GTX video graphics cards, uh, a DX racing chair, uh, Astro A10, A20, and A40 with a mix amp headsets, various game codes, Funko Pops, PUBG swag bags. It was, you know, Loungefly uh, merch, which is, you know, like Disney and Universal licensed characters on like backpacks and purses and wallets. So it was, you know, it was, it was nice. It was, it was definitely very entertaining to watch the the human claw machine. Like that was my highlight, just watching that because not I've never seen anything like that. Like I've seen people go into those like wind tunnels where you grab like fake money and redeem and tickets and tokens and stuff like that, but I've never seen a human claw machine. And that's my favorite thing I've ever. And I've worked a lot of booths. That is my favorite booth I've ever worked at. So that was just great. Um, loose aside, like, I think, you know, it was, it was a good three days. I, I'm not as fatigued as I was for Comic-Con. I did start to realize my knee is probably worse off than I thought, because, man, I had to ice that bad boy down every night, even with stretching and my knee brace. It was, it was, it was a lot of wear and tear. 
And uh, Saturday night was the most hectic night because they had the TwitchCon official party. Uh, the little Nas X guy, I guess, like, you know, backed out on Friday. So they surprised everyone with Logic being there, who I vaguely know of. And, I don't know, from a performance standpoint, I really, I honestly didn't care. Like, he only had a half hour set. He was there for a check. He got paid. So you, he milked it. And he was all right at it and made it very obvious he was milking the paycheck. But mainly I was there for Blink-182. Even though I've seen them a few times, I just wanted to see them again. Especially because it was free. So that was a really good concert, really good show, a lot of nostalgia. I mean, the fact that they played Damn It, Dump Weed. Like, they played a lot of classics and known known radio, you know, singles. And it was really fun. Um, I did get to meet a lot of friends, stopped by the booth to say hi to me. And I get to hang out with, like, you know, that I know from social media or even in my personal life that I don't, you know, usually get to see, ever have even met, uh, like, Gothics TV. Um, finally got to meet I am Brandon TV because he was working at the light stream booth. And I just ran over a really quick Saturday. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I knew I was going to come over and say hi to you just because, you know, mutuals on Twitter. Love your content. And then I was like, now I got to run back to my booth. And that was it. And then uh, Nerdy Panda stopped by the booth a few times to say hi. She's a great streamer, really nice person. Same with Gothics. I've known Gothics over a decade. And, you know, we lived maybe an hour away from each other when I. You know, didn't live in California, and it's like we never hung out, never saw each other, but we were friends, you know, for years and years since the PlayStation tester days, and it was finally cool to meet up, and that was very entertaining. You know, it's kind of funny when you know people for so long, and you never meet them, and then they're like, oh, you're exactly who you are in person as you are, like on the phone, or on PlayStation chat, or on Twitter, and, you know, I think that's the best compliment you can really give someone is, okay... You're the same that you are when I talk when I talk to you on like social media or taxes and that's like you're the same person or person. So it's not an act. This is your personality is real. So that was, you know, a lot of fun. I'm I'm glad there's no more conventions the rest of the year, honestly. I really am. And you know, it was kind of funny cuz I stream on Mixer. Mixer is my main platform. I have a Twitch account. I don't use it. I had one for the website, and I was using that primarily, and that ended up getting more, you know, followers and this and that, but I don't use that website anymore, so I was like, well, I have my personal one that I've never really done anything with, so, you know, after TwitchCon, like, one or two things can happen when you go to, like, a convention that's for, like, a media genre that, like, medium that you're into, like, Comic-Con, that... Comic-Con got me more into comics. I've, I discovered new comics, artists, and writers that I didn't know about. So that kind of, like, added to more money I have to spend, let's be realistic. But then with, like, TwitchCon, one of the things happened, you could see the scale of everything, the accomplishments of everybody, and you could either sit there and be like, I want, I want to get there. I want to, like, let me be motivated. Let me bust my ass. Let me stop making excuses. Let's light a fire. Let's burn this down, let's go, let's get this content rolling. Or you can be the type where it's like, you get discouraged. You're like, oh, look at these people. This is where they're at. I'll never get there. Like, maybe I'll just always be a part-time streamer. I can't even be affiliate. I can't even get, you know, five concurrent viewers. I'm sitting at 13 followers, but I'm streaming 20 hours a week. You know, what? what am I doing wrong? Maybe I'm not as good as them. Look at them. They look larger than life. 
And if you're going to have that mindset, then you know what? You're going to fail. You're already doubting yourself. So for me, it motivated me. I'm still going to stream on Mixer. That's my, my, my home platform. But from a charity standpoint and raising awareness, let's face it, the numbers are there with Twitch. So Twitch, I'm officially rebranding my Twitch, and it's going to be very charity heavy. Because while I was in the donor drive, like charity arcade area, I met a lot of great people from other charities like Wounded Warriors, MDA, like all these charities. And so I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to be a charity streamer on Twitch. So I think you know, October and November are going to be very heavy with extra life streams for charity. And then I'm already in talks with a couple other charities that I'm going to be streaming for. So I think every month I'm going to pick a charity and I'll stream maybe like, you know, 20, 15, 20 hours a week for that charity. And then um, I'll still be doing a mixer thing. That'll be my more variety thing. Just chill, have, you know, have fun. No charity. Just, you know, drive. Just like, let me play what I want to play with no real you know, pushing and promoting anything while it's going on. So that's really where I stand with that. It's, yeah, but yeah, you got to use things to motivate you. Like I have, I've seen, you know, I have friends who are like, oh man, like, you know, I'm an affiliate that's not meeting these partners. Like, that's what I want. I want to do meet and greets. I want the sponsorship deals. I want the, the sponsors to pay for my hotel and my flight and let me go to conventions and rep them. And I was like, that's cool. Set goals. But at the same time, there has to be the main motivation has to be you want to be a content creator and you want to create stuff you love. If your main focus is I want to be partnered, I want to make money, I want sponsors, I just want to make money. Then, yeah, it's a job that that should be the mentality. But at the same time, you have to if you make genuine content, people are going to like that shit. Ah, frick, I swore. No. It's still not explicit. I think one swear. I think it's like the PG-13 rule where it's like you can say like bitch and ass and like one F-bomb and then you're still technically PG-13. I'm I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> but no, it's all about content. Like at the end of the day, like I stopped, you know, really writing about video games and this and that because I wanted to focus on the podcast. I was burnt out from writing. Uh, sadly, unless you're like, you know, an IGN, a Kotaku, this and that, like, why do you have a website, you know, like, it's gonna be, it's, 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 it's siphons, it costs money to do all this, whereas the podcast, I'm like, you know what, it's less time consuming, it's still me creating content, all right, the ambulance went by, if you didn't hear that subtle ambulance noise, but, um, yeah, so, it's, you got to use things to motivate you, like seeing friends who are affiliate and partner and being like, oh, wow, look, my friends, they did it. They, we were all just talking about this shit before we started it. We're like, oh, yeah, we can do. We, yeah, that's cool. And then I was like, yeah, I'm I'm a casual streamer. I'm not a full time streamer. I'm not I'm barely a part time streamer. I have too much things going on in my life to really be doing this. And then I'm like, well. You know, doing the charity work now, it's been, you know, I've. You know, like I said, I haven't gone as press to a convention since 2015. I've been either industry or an exhibitor since 2016. And I like charity work. I really do. I enjoy it. It makes me feel better. And it's always for a good cause. And just seeing, you know, how much money you raise. 
and that it's going to a good place and it's helping people out. So it's like, oh, a little philanthropy never uh, hurt anybody. I'm guess I'm gonna have to put that in my uh, Twitter bio so everyone knows. But that's really it. Like I'm so I got all this new stuff going on. There's gonna be announcements soon. So if you haven't already, follow me on Twitter at the underscore Ion Vane. Uh, same with Instagram. My Snapchat is Ion Vane. I got some cool charity stuff uh, next week on twitch.tv slash ionvane. I'm going to be streaming uh, a, a cooking show for Extra Life. Well, it's on my stream, but I'm going to be raising money for Extra Life, so it's not like Extra Life official sponsored or anything like that. I'm going to be uh, making some homemade donuts because it's a spooky season, so I'm going to be making some pumpkin spice donuts and some, some regular cinnamon and nutmeg deliciousness. Um, I think I'm going to do a few cooking streams for charity between gaming ones. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what else got going on. Not a whole lot. Like I said, because um, it is October now, Halloween month, horror everything. So this week you're getting two podcast episodes. So be sure to subscribe on all your social media platforms or podcasting platforms. This is available. Um, if you want the full rundown, go to anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast. With that being said, this is episode 12 of a Nerd Aid. Wow, oh my god, I am jumbling my words today. Rewind that. Thank you for listening to episode 12 of a Nerd Aid Mark podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd. (laughs) 